Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo, I'm joined as always by the in-person Justin Dubin. I'm here in person in Wayne, New Jersey. That's correct. Good yes. to be here. Yes, and uh, why are you here? For vacation. You came to Wayne, New Jersey on vacation? Because when you think vacation, where else but Wayne, New Jersey. New Jersey in general. Not an ideal spot for vacation, except for when your family lives here. And then you come here and you hang out, you sleep, and it's nice. And it's free. Free 99, my favorite. Oh, wow. I've never really heard that free 99 term. I kind of like it. You really? I guess no. I feel like I've said that for years. Not to me. I charge you for most things. <laughs> um, anyway, this is a big episode. Why, Justin? Because we are reviewing It Chapter 2? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Okay. It's, I mean, listen, second highest grossing open for a horror movie ever. That's pretty, pretty big deal. Thing number one was It 1. There you go. I wonder why that is. I think we're going to get into that probably. Interesting. Interesting. Because, you know, you have a lot... You have a bunch of name actors in this one versus the first one, which was just kids. Sometimes it's not about the names. As we've really seen throughout this year, I think summer of 2019 has really showed us that celebrities don't necessarily bring in the big money anymore. I think it's about plot and, and um, I'm gonna story. ask you I'm gonna ask you for an example there. Uh, Men in Black. Okay, but how about a success story where it didn't have uh, the big names? Whichever. I guess you could say Good Boys. I mean, a decent yeah, amount of money. Good Boys. Didn't really have any uh, names. You can talk about. I don't know. There's. Uh, I'm putting you on the spot uh, because you said something, and I was like, "That's interesting." I know that there's the narrative that movie stars don't exist anymore, um, but I need except to... for Tom Cruise and. But then look at Leo and Brad. Leo and Brad. Quentin Tarantino's biggest opening of his career. Three-hour yeah. fucking movie. But I think it was Quentin Tarantino more than them. No. no, no, it was the marketing man. It was, hey, do you like old Hollywood? Do you like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio? And hey, remember that girl from The Wolf of Wall Street that you saw with your wife? That was really great. She's in this too. Go see it. It's about the Manson family. <laughs> That's why people saw it. It may be about the Manson family, and people are going to go, exactly. what's that? Exactly. Uh, but people saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because of that. Then they realized it was a Quentin Tarantino movie. They realized the only Tarantino movie they saw was probably Pulp Fiction on TNT with no curse words. And they were like, oh my God, wait, why am what I about seeing Inglourious this? What Bastards? Maybe. Jenga. Maybe. No, but do, do mainstream people see those movies? I feel like they don't. Considering walking out of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, most people were like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. And also because me and one of the guy were laughing when things got horrendously violent. Hmm. Okay. You got me there. I don't so know. the stars still exist, man. They do, but I don't think they necessarily are the make or break for films anymore. Well, and as it chapter one, which I guess it will be called now, showed, you don't need stars to make a big movie. You just need the kid from Stranger Things. Exactly. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, and Bill Skarsgård saying what? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Georgie. I don't want to see my face. <laughs> see, he almost has like a Bane imitation to his voice, no, right? No, not at all. No, no, no. Just, just the the uh, inflection to it, you know? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I, want, I want to see Bane doing Pennywise or vice versa. <laughs> that would be Make horrible. that supercut happen, internet. Uh, so, Justin, yes, we're doing It Chapter 2. Uh, we're just going to dive right in that to the review. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hello. To the losers. We made an oath. I swear. 
If it isn't dead, if it ever comes back, we'll come back to it. We didn't stop it. Pennywise. The clown. <laughs> we can't let it happen again. What you just heard was a clip from the trailer for It Chapter 2 starring Jessica Chastain. We love her. I I think in the middle of the movie, I was like, God, I You did say Jessica that Chastain. twice, actually. She is just wonderful. It also stars James McAvoy. I love him, too. He's great. Bill Hader. I mean, just delightful. Isaiah Mustafa, Jay Ryan, James Ransone, Andy Bean, and Bill Skarsgård. And it's directed by Andy Muschietti. Justin, Muschietti. what is it? Muschietti. Is it? I think so. I think it's Muschietti. <laughs> that sounds and weird. I don't know. Justin, what's this, what's this movie about? 27 years after their first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. Hijinks ensue. I think that's a decent, decent that's synopsis. Pretty fair. That's right? Pretty fair. No, not spoilery, but it sets it up. Yeah. Tells you what happened in the first one. Speaking of that, Justin. Okay, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere or heard it somewhere. Maybe I read it on Slashroom. I don't know. But the director of the first of this movie, Andy Muschietti, Muschietti, sure, did you know Chapter One as well? And he was under the assumption while making this movie that people would watch Chapter One like the day before they go to see Chapter Two. That's it's... not usually what happens when a sequel comes out. I feel like, and so in this case. Did you, were you very, you read the book? So I read the book, so I'm very well versed okay. in it chapter one, two, all of it. Sure. This but movie though, I I saw it chapter one once back when it came out. What was that? Two years ago now? Two September's much, ago? Pretty much. And I was a little lost in this movie at certain really? points. A little bit. Only because, uh, I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler, but no one remembers anything. And you as the audience member are like, how do they not fucking remember a clown? <laughs> So it's very interesting. And also don't don't bore us too much with the book stuff. Well, there are differences, but but that was consistent in the book. So I just found it the way that it, it kind of for me served a good purpose to those who didn't watch it recently kind of remember what happened because they the characters themselves didn't remember. So it kind of like helps them get flashbacks to what they remember and what they don't, even though a lot of those flashbacks, as we come to learn were things that we were not revealed in the previous film. Uh, but I thought it was an okay, I, I didn't have an issue following it, even though I hadn't read the book in three years and I hadn't seen the movie in about two years. Uh, I just, I thought it was fine. You felt lost? I didn't feel lost. I just felt, I was like, uh, okay. So it, it took a while for you to realize, oh, they don't remember it. So they're getting the phone calls. And I guess, again, light spoilers, but it's not really spoilery because it's in the plot description. They're getting the phone calls that, oh, we think the the Pennywise is back in Derry from Mike, and they're puking, they're having visceral reactions, and you're like, yeah, because they know what this means. But then they arrive in Derry, and you're like, wait, what? They, why are they not talking about the dancing clown that's killing kids? 
And it's because then you find out they don't remember. And so to me, that was a little jarring, a little like, oh, okay. And it, But then that's not really – they don't really get into that about how Derry is a magical place essentially, right? So the book, once again, not to bore you though, the book is over a thousand pages long. Right. And it spends probably 200 pages just on the history of Derry. So – you know, one thing we'll talk about in this movie is it's almost three hours long. Christ. And one thing that they did a good job of is not including that dairy part. Because if they included the dairy part, no. this could have been like a five-hour long movie. Or they make a three-hour movie and include the dairy part because it's a three-hour movie. Right. Right? That would have been more – that would have been better filmmaking. So there's a lot of interesting decisions made in the writing um, and the – of the – of the actual story that they put to film. Uh, but I think we have to save that for spoilers because there's a lot of interesting decisions uh, with regards to the direction of the ending that they did here, mm. which was kind of nuanced. That was not, did not reflect the previous movie or the, or the actual book. Um, it was kind of an in-between of both. So did you like it? Chapter two. So I think overall the, Acting, fantastic. Kids were great. I thought that the adult cast was was wonderful, really well casted, really enjoyed them all. The story itself is not even close to as good as chapter one. It's just not it's just not as well executed. I think it's just there's a lot of fat that yeah. they didn't trim the fat. And it's slow and it drags. Well, and then in chapter one, it's just the kid's story. In this, they're trying to go back and forth, back and forth. Which if you read the book, The whole book is like that, right? So you don't even know. The stuff that happens at the end of chapter one, the movie, doesn't happen until the end of the book, actually. And it's kind of going back and forth. Because the whole book is back and forth between the all. Like each chapter changes years, pretty much. So... They had to make that creative decision, but so it, it was only natural that they were going to go back and forth at some point in, in the story, and they chose this time. And it takes a lot of time. Um, there are things that they changed that they should have cut out, like the whole artifact stuff. I'm, not, I'm only going to say I'm only going to mention it's not spoiler. I'm not going to try to spoil. That never existed. Needs no. To, I don't know why they did that. No way. Yeah. You mean a third of this movie essentially wasn't in the book? I don't recall the art of the Horcruxes. I don't. I don't recall the Horcruxes, Horcruxes from Harry Potter. And I'll tell you why later on. But they made some interesting decisions on that. Okay. It's, okay. But, but that, that must was, go very. They could have spoilery. removed that. They could have huh. removed that. Yeah, but they needed everybody to be minutes. separated to get scares. They needed. Much. They needed scares that weren't Pennywise. Because I'm going to be honest, Justin. Pennywise doesn't scare me. I thought, but Pennywise but he's great. is the best part. When of When he's movie. on screen, it's electric. Okay, I love Skarsgård Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. Knocks out. I love heart. watching him. He doesn't scare me though, and that's you know because I know he's entertaining. He's entertaining, and I know every scene's gonna end with him eating a face. Okay, so that's so scary when he like sure pounces. But no, but you know it. You're just waiting. It's almost like you're on his side. You're like, come on, you're gonna do it. You're gonna get it, and then he gets it. And the first, oh, don't even get me started. The beginning of this movie. <laughs> Um, the being in this movie, the the uh, what is it? The um, homophobic attack, the, yeah, the yeah. beating. It's a hate crime. Yes. But then 
Pennywise just shows up and is like, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And he just, he's like picking up people out of the river and just like going for, he makes people evil in Derry, I'm assuming. Yes. He obviously, he makes the undertones of evil. He's the ultimate bully. Right. Okay. He somehow has rooted himself into Derry that evil has spread throughout it. And he's able to take advantage of people who are more susceptible to these these events did you like the movie though unfortunately i think it was fairly weak and i would say it's okay at best Mm. i think when you compare it to the first chapter which i think we both agreed was fantastic just a delightful movie i thought it was i want to say delightful as the word delightful is a bad way (laughs) it's scary it's fun it has heart yeah it remind it's it has that nostalgic feel to it this one on the other hand is Despite its best efforts, what what it fails in doing is it fails to create the epic that you know that they want to make. And and you know that's the problem. We've said that how many times this summer, but this movie would have been completely fine and, and good if it was not as long as it was. Okay, if this movie was two fifteen, because what was it? Three hours almost. Two forty five. Right. If this movie was a, a nice trim two hours long, two hours. Remember when that was insanely long? If this was a two hour long movie. Um, and they got done what they wanted to get done, then I think they could have. it would have been a good movie. It would have been enjoyable because the movie did have heart. It did have humor. Bill Hader providing a lot of that. Uh, it was So it has some nice levity to it, and it had some decent scares. Um, I think where, they, where it fell apart for me was the mythology part of it, um, trying to explain everything, which uh, to a certain degree you just don't want, I feel like, and uh, because it's never going to live up to what you have in your head. And uh, and the length, the le- it was just so long that about halfway through, I think I said to you, like things were happening in the movie, but like it, it was taking so long to just get to the point almost that I said to you, like this is so long. There's just and a that lot was, like, of a, walking. halfway through. There's yes. a lot of walking. There's a lot of walking and a lot of retreading the first movie. I feel like I agree. And you know, like everyone's coming back to Derry. Everyone's getting to know each other again. And then there's a lot of just like fake out scares where you're like, well, I know this isn't real, and they eventually know that this isn't real what's happening to them paul bundy blah 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 all that stuff because like no one else can see it so we also have to get into that like what is real in Derry? is pennywise the only real danger when he's there i don't know who knows well so anyway i thought this movie was okay it was it a was, miss uh not a complete miss. Not a complete miss. No, it wasn't a complete miss because, as you said, the acting was fantastic. Everybody was on the top of their game. James McAvoy doing, oh, I'm gloomy. I'm, you know, he was very uh, dour, I guess is the word, the whole time. Doing his arched eyebrows, the McAvoy eyebrows. I love McAvoy. He doesn't get enough credit, I feel He's like. a really good actor. Yeah. His, um, his American accent, though, it's, I hear it, I'm like, oh, that's, uh, what's his face from Glass? Or, yeah, he or always does the same on, voice. Uh, from Split. Uh, that's Split. not that's a pretend glass didn't happen. Yeah. Um from Split, yeah. But uh so yeah, I, I overall it was a disappointment because I, I don't like horror movies. It's very rare that I see a horror movie, and obviously I was gonna see this and it let me down a bit. Let me down in some of the scare departments. Did you feel scared though? Not really, no. I was laughing at a lot of it. Because, we were the only ones laughing a couple times yes. in the theater. And well also the first time Pennywise went, hello. We laughed loud and everyone was probably like, what the fuck? But that was the thing, like, and you kind of hit on it is Pennywise in the, if you watch the miniseries, the most horrifying, like. Tim Curry. Tim Curry is a nightmare. I think about Tim Curry in that costume and I'm still scared. 
he is Skarsgård crushes it. Yeah. He's creepy. He's yeah. weird, but there's just some element to it that <laughs> was just so. It was a pleasure to watch. Yeah. I think we both enjoyed. Yes. He was my favorite part yes. of the movie. Hundred percent. And I wish we could have him more, yeah. even more. And I think that we did get more of him interacting in this one and talking. I, I felt, which was good, a little um, bit. But he just wasn't as scary. For when some are we going to get the Joaquin Phoenix Joker treatment for Pennywise? <laughs> He's just misunderstood. <laughs> I would love just. I would love more Pennywise. I would love Skarsgård to play Pennywise again. And there is discussion of doing a It Chapter 3 or a third version of this. Or a supercut of well, the director's no, work. Separate, separate yeah. from the supercut. I'm talking more about stuff. they would go back in time to a time before the Losers Club was around. Okay. And it was just hijinks of Pennywise just like literally murdering kids. See, I feel like like, like Joker, which I, my, my feelings on Joker are already somewhat documented. I don't know if I want this movie. I'm going to see it because everyone's like, oh, Joaquin Phoenix is incredible in it. But I don't need sympathy for the Joker. So I don't need sympathy for Pennywise. I don't need to see his origin story no, or him running around. No, it's not around. about origin okay, story. But it's like, just about him just kill, being scared. Like, I don't know if you want that. Movie. Okay, fine, fine. I, know that, I do want another You know what? And the movie. Conjuring universe is proof of that, that that can work. Because it's it's like... They put out some good movies. Like low-key, one of the better connected universes in, in movies right now. Um, let's talk before we get into spoilers, I guess a little bit about the scares for me. It seemed like a lot of the scares were just, here's that thing you're scared of, but it's 10 feet tall. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So like Pennywise can be anything, right. And make apparently anything happen, including lots of red balloons, but some of the stuff wasn't that creative. I hate to say it. And what's with the leper? I forget that. So you have to. I know in the book he's like it's like a sexual thing, isn't it? Well, yeah. In the book, I know. Uh, this, this I know. I know very, what you're about to say because I remember you saying tries it. to suck his dick. Jesus. <laughs> he literally is like a homeless leper tries to suck his dick in okay. the book. Okay. Okay. So just putting that right. out. Richie's there. character, right? Richie's character. Okay. But Richie is so what he does is he goes to whatever scares them the most, and when you're a Germaphobe. Germaphobe, getting touched by a leper when they can give you leprosy yes. is a pretty scary thing. Yes. Is but, it not? Sure, yeah, yeah. But I didn't get why we kept seeing, and this isn't really the skinny naked lady. I don't know. I don't that know, I man. Don't I don't know, especially when her trauma was from her father. Correct. So, because that showed up once, I was like, okay, but it showed up again. <laughs> I was like, why are we seeing this? Yeah. So, why are we seeing the woman from Something About Mary in the window? <laughs> um yeah so uh the scares were fine pennywise wasn't scary uh i enjoyed seeing but it's him. not but i don't think that that's bad is that bad that he wasn't scary i mean the way that they market this movie they want you to be scared of the clown i feel like people are scared of listen if i was walking by and of i saw course. him i'd be scared of too. course yes we're just more enamored by the performance is that almost it's almost like a uh uh a negative right that right. he's so good and so I- electrifying as Pennywise that you just want to see him. Yeah, exactly. It was like, that's, it's like, that's the it's thing. Like if, I, I wanted this. We wanted like to if, see him. It's like if the shark in Jaws was super charismatic. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> I literally was like, I just want to see Pennywise. I want to see more Pennywise, not because I'm, I'm not scared of him. I just think he plays it so well. It's so entertaining yeah. to watch. But instead we get a lot of uh, moping. I don't want to say it's mopey. James McAvoy was a little mopey in this, but I mean, for good reason. He's trying to get over the death of his brother still 27 years later. Um, but I don't know. The Losers Club. And then the whole subplot of the fat kid liking Beverly. 
Like, well, that's important. For okay, but it was yes, but it, okay, but it was two hours of longing stares. Well, so so right? that's the thing. They made this movie. They somehow made some aspects of this movie more complex than the book or the previous movie let on. <laughs> and then they took the more some of the more important aspects that I thought, and they kind of just glossed over them or just kind of put them to the background, which is very weird. So there were some decisions that I just didn't like in how they decided to proceed with the second part of the story. Yes, and also when we get to the ending – there were like three endings to this movie. And one of them includes this subplot, like you were saying, of things that they dove into more, I feel like. But also there were like there was a part in the ending of the movie where you think it's over, they're fighting the big, you know, climactic battle, and then more stuff happens, more they get separated again. You're like, okay, why are we still doing this? And it has to do with that subplot of this romance between Fat Kid and Beverly and James McAvoy's character. I didn't really care, gonna be honest. Because I didn't really remember that as being a big thing in the first one. I guess it was, but was it? Well, it's the way that they did it in the book, and they actually did the same thing in the original movie or miniseries yeah. that they left out here is that, and this isn't spoiling much, that James McAvoy's character, Bill Denbrough, has a wife that you see in this movie. Uh-huh. She plays a bigger part. Right. And so does, so does Beverly's Be- husband. Beverly's right. husband. And those parts were actually very important, I felt, in the plot development and character development in right, both but in the book th- and the But in a three-hour movie, I guess, did they focus on the wrong parts then? That's what I'm saying. That sucks. I don't know why they left those parts out because what happens is so fucked up that it's actually really enjoyable. And, like, and as fucked up as this movie got, again, a lot of it was there were so many fake-outs. Everything in this movie was a fake-out. It's like, oh, wait, it's not really happening. But that's kind of... That's what he does. That's what Pennywise does. Everything's an illusion. Right. Until, until it's not. Until he just opens his mouth and eats you. Until he eats you. Or stares at you with lights. Like, come on. Yeah, we're going to get into that. The deadlights. The deadlights. Sure. Whatever you want to call them. Uh, so what do you say to me? Get into spoilers. Let's get into spoilers. But before we do, see it, mm. don't see it, rent it. Mm. I definitely said see the first one. Yes. And remember, it's... Getting close to Halloween time. I don't know how many how many scary movies are coming out this year. The Lighthouse is coming out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely going to be like a weird movie, not a scary movie. Nice. Do you think it's going to be more fucked up than The Witch? Yes. Really? That's one of the most fucked up movies I think I've ever watched. I read, an, ar- I read, read an article about Robert Pattinson talking about The Lighthouse and just some things that seem to happen that definitely seem fucked up. <laughs> Although a crow pecking on a woman's bare chest seems pretty fucked up in the witch. <laughs> and uh, what's the goat's name? Billy? No, not Billy. Oh, Black Black Pete? No, that's that's a weird thing that the Dutch do. Yeah, uh, I forget his name. Either way, it's very scary. Yeah, it was it was messed up. I kind of want to watch the witch again, but I feel like people that watch the witch expecting a horror movie. If I like play it up saying it's like scary, it's not that scary, The Witch. I wasn't scared. I was freaked out. No, it's just disturbing. Right, exactly. And I feel like that's not a great, like Saturday night, it's almost Halloween, let's watch a scary movie. You know? And so is this movie. Is it chapter two like that? Uh, three hours long, I say skip it. I'm sorry. Completely. It's, it's I say skip it because it's three hours long. There's I, I The movie ended finally and I was like, ah, like, thank God this is over. I'm sorry, but if you watch It Chapter 1 and 
pretend you've never heard there was a chapter two and that's where the story ends. Pennywise dies at the end of chapter one. Great. It's great. Great scares. Great kids. Great ending. <laughs> but we know that's not the end. Who does? Everyone. Pretend we don't. Uh, I, I agree with you to some degree. And I think where this movie falters the biggest is that with the success of one I, or chapter one, I felt like they really said we have to go big. We have to go bigger. We have to go better. This has got to be the epic that the book was, a thousand-page book. We have to match the the success of the first one. We got the we got the cast. We have the story that's rich in history. It's a great story. Let's tell it. And in the process, something's lost. The decisions for what to keep in or what to mm-hmm. to keep in the story that they told was a miss. Um, and I just think, you know, the editing decisions, the, the overall story, the script is what has faulted, which is insane to me because it's such a rich story, but I, I can also understand because it's hard to decide what to choose to put into something like this, especially because the second half of the book gets batshit insane mm. with regards to the stuff that you see in the end. That's kind of hard to explain in terms of a, a movie, but um, it does fail in that regard. So it tries to be epic and unfortunately it falls short. You got to give them credit for trying. And uh, I got to say the way they defeat Pennywise, spoiler, a little also underwhelming as well. Also not how they do it in the movie. Interesting. The okay. Well, let's get into spoilers then for right. it. Chapter two. Okay, spoilers for It Chapter 2. So uh, there's a bunch of questions I want to ask. I don't want you to go too book nerdy on us. Um, But so uh, Pennywise, a little disappointed by this news. He's an alien. He is an alien. That's a lame. I'm sorry. So Pennywise is an alien that, you know, I started reading the Dark Tower series. I think you read the first one. I couldn't get through the first one. They're connected. I don't care. He's from some weird Well, you know, it's a good thing the Dark Tower movie was so good. Yeah. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I agree with you on that. That was so bad. They I couldn't mean, even make shooting guns cool look cool. They couldn't even make Matthew McConaughey look that cool. He was just a man in black. Yeah. But, like, not cool man in black. So. I don't care that they're connected. Don't, don't No, I'm talk, not going Don't there. talk to me about the dark tower. So what happened was, you know, they, I don't know if you noticed, you kept seeing a turtle in a lot of the shots. I saw there was, one. There was, yeah. So they talk about the ritual of Chud. Which in what the book or both? It's it's mentioned. That's, oh, that's the, what ritual the ritual. That is the doing. Native American ritual. Okay. Yeah. So what you find out is Chud is actually the turtle. <laughs> so for when, those who don't, you can't see me, all of you, my head is down. <laughs> so apparently, what happened was when he landed on Earth millions of years ago, Pennywise. Chud also, yeah, Pennywise and Chud landed at the same time, and Chud is the good guy who counteracts the evil forces of Pennywise. And so there's always a turtle around the kids, which represents good good, and trying to protect them. But it represents a literal good alien. Good alien. And Stephen King types this out. Correct. So they didn't show you because the other option is like, they show you in the past in the book that like the turtle would fight in like outer space. (laughs) They would like fight each other. But he doesn't look like a turtle. Uh, <laughs> why wouldn't he look like a turtle? Because He's a Pennywise turtle. Pennywise doesn't look like a clown. No, so Pennywise is actually a giant spider. 
Right, I know, which they allude to in this, and then in the yeah, but they didn't series, show they show him as a giant spider. Yeah, which was way scarier than how he looked in this. Like if they, I was really nervous because I have arachnophobia. If they turned him just to a completely a giant spider, I would have been really disturbed and very upset. Uh-huh. But um, so thank God was, they Instead, he was a clown head with spider legs, correct, and tentacles. Correct. I don't know. They kind of, they didn't really drill home that he was an alien. Like they, it's clear enough. But at the same time, they didn't seem like they wanted to commit to it. I think they did, but it's just – I think you're like – they were just like, all right, it's an alien. Let's the just get over The bad guy it. is Pennywise. We don't want to get rid of the clown face. Also, maybe contractually obligated, Bill Skarsgård was like, my face is in the finale. You're not turning me into a spider. Correct. Honest, that's possible. That, that's also possible. That's very possible. So, but uh, And I'm pretty sure that in the book – they don't like kill him by thinking that he's small. Okay, they they just they stab bullied, the shit out. They him. I'm pretty sure they, they just stabbed him to death. Him. They bullied him to death in this yeah. movie. They belittled him. And so almost, bullying's good. Well, that and I, I felt bad. I felt bad for Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a little mush. You're, like, you're just a clown. You're a clown. You're a joke. And he was like, no. I, I thought it was ridiculous. I'm like 95 percent sure in the book they just stabbed the shit out of him with like spears. I mean, that's what they allude to in this ending at first. When he's right. doing the stupid, I'm going to stare you my mouth open. What is happening? So there? that is the deadlines. Sure. So the deadlines. In, in, in experience them right. in the first movie. And this one in the book, they a couple of them. Obviously, you see um, Tozier, uh, oh. Bill H- Hader's character. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what happens is when you go into the, head, the deadlights, you basically get sent to outer space. And then you see his true form. Mm-hmm. And like if you – you can be stuck there forever, potentially. Like as long as he's staring at you with his mouth open. Uh, no, he. Yeah. What is this accomplishing for him? No, because it's like transports your like soul or something into there if you go there long enough. And in the book, they see Chud, and they're like, Chud's like, no, and then Chud dies. No, Chud's dead in the book, yeah. and so then they knew that there's no hope for them except if they stab the shit out of this giant <laughs> spider. <laughs> okay, but. The other thing I wanted to mention was there are two other characters that I found were interesting is Bev's husband, abusive husband plays a big role because he comes to the town led by like, you know, like kind of uh, has Pennywise whispering in his ear and they stab the shit out of him as well. They like, they fight him Uh and then they also have, it seems like that was embodied in that one buyer's character. Yeah. And then Pointless. No, he was also. I mean, that's sure. In the book, in the I'm sure important, but in this movie, did he serve a purpose? Not really, except for one scare, one well, stab. That's in the kind cheek. of what he did. He didn't really do much. He was there, and they just got stabbed a couple. Like he kept getting stabbed and fighting them. They eventually kill him. Right. So, like, but so that's true to the book. Like that's 25 minutes. You can cut out the movie right there. They don't. No, it. it's an important character. Is it? Play. I I think so. You read the book though. You're attached. I'm not. Yeah, that's fair. And like he died at the end of the first movie, but then I actually like though that Bill Denborough's wife is in the original and in the original miniseries mm-hmm. because what happens is she follows them into the well and everything, uh-huh. and she goes down there and she gets caught in the deadlights, and then she gets permanently fucked up, like she doesn't remember anything. She's like kind of like uh-huh. mini coma, yeah. And in the in the end of the movie and in the end of the book. She doesn't remember anything, and all the people who left Derry, once all of these characters leave Derry, they forget again. 
which is the opposite of what happens here. Right. They all remember. Well, and then, okay, so that's another thing about this movie. There's two more things I want to talk about. That and also Pennywise's origin. They, they all had start remembering once they get back to Derry. So after they beat Pennywise at the end of the first movie, at the end of, say, that summer, uh, then they all broke up the Losers Club for a bit because they were upset with each other. And then Pennywise, they still had more Pennywise encounters. Right? No. That's what it seemed like. They were all separated after a time, after defeating Pennywise. No, that was that was before. You're getting confused. Okay, Your timeline, they fight, there's always conflict, and then resolution, and then they overcome it together. Okay, so I thought it was before. So what happens I is I thought they, they experienced Pennywise after they beat him the first time, because I'd be like, wouldn't they be like... No, no, they, what happened was they left the house where they almost died, then they started fighting each other, and then they all went their separate ways, and then they came back together to go back into the house, and then they overcame Pennywise. Oh. See, like that's not, that wasn't that clear. I'm going to be honest. It showed that that's like, that's on you, man. Okay, sure, but also another thing. So we see Pennywise. Uh, Beverly goes to her old apartment where Pennywise's granddaughter is there, or something. Okay, as she claims, and her father was my in father, the circus. My yeah. father, sure. Her father was Pennywise. They make it seem that would have been cool if Pennywise was like a circus owner who went nuts and became a monster or something. But that's not what the story is. So then why show us that? Because it's just a cool way to be creepy. Because he does have roots in this town and he has played many characters throughout the history of the town in order to get what he needs to get. Which so it is, is possible children. that he inhabited that Yeah, it's totally possible. Circus owner. Because in the book you see there's many pictures of him throughout the years, hundreds of years right. back. In different scenes is different people. And I thought one of the best parts of the movie was when they show him putting on the makeup. That's what I mean. Stellan Skarsgård putting right. on the makeup as the Not clown. Not Stellan Skarsgård. Not Stellan Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. There's Alexander so many Skarsgård. There's too many damn Skarsgårds. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, that would have been a way better origin story than, oh, he's an alien, by the way. But the truth is he was an alien. I don't know what to tell you. He was okay. But they changed the ending. Why not change where the fuck he came from? I don't know, but I do know that there was no Horcruxes. Like I'm 95. That, okay, sure. yeah, that's insane. That was a huge waste that of time. Also, it's a huge waste of time. It's just a way for them to get scares in, which the, some of the scares did not work. And for me, it, it's it's screamed of screenwriting. So, you don't want to see the fucking screenwriting on the screen, right. but you do in that scene because you're like, oh, they're like even one of the characters says like, why are we splitting up? That seems like a bad idea. And they're like, oh, we gotta do it anyway. Like, you're like, what? The only time I believe they split up in the book is when they were all like, yo, screw this. I don't really want to be here anymore. So they all split up to go find their horcruxes, and I was like, this is a waste of time. Yeah, so that doesn't happen. Because I don't even know And also, Mike, them. Mike, the guy who was like running the whole ritual of Chud, yeah. he's a drug addict in the book. He's addicted to heroin. No one trusts him. Yeah. And he gets, like, in the library scene, he gets stabbed so much by, uh, what's his name, uh-huh. that he ends up in the hospital, and he's actually not down there. Because they don't do the ritual of Chud down there. They just stab him. They just stab the shit out. <laughs> they literally go down there and they just stab the shit the, out. Was, the, the ritual thing also was, I don't know. It, the ritual of Chud was to discover his origins. Right. Which, which they did when they were actually children, not when they were adults. All right. So we've talked about this movie enough, I think. I, uh, I, won't, I won't be reading the book. I won't be watching Honestly, the Honestly, read the book. The book is just... I might just, so disturbing honestly, and I scary. Might, I might just read the Derry parts because I'm more interested in the town of Derry and its history. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole Derry history is really cool. They talk about like how all these like chemical factories exploded and he would kill like hundreds of 
children. Also, and then they would forget about it. How, it's very interesting. Uh, how do we feel about him eating like multiple children in this movie? I loved it. Really? You didn't and like why it? is he preying on these weak children? Because that's – why would he prey on strong children? I guess so. I guess so. Poor girl had a birthmark. I know. He ate her face. I'll blow it away. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he eats the gay guy, like – it was ridiculous looking. It was ridiculous. He, he waved to him. Yeah, bit of junk out of yes. his chest. I was like, and then I, for some reason, I thought that those were main characters when the movie started. I was like, oh, it's one of them grown up, right? He's gay and he's getting engaged and he's in his hometown of Derry. But no, it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. No, but it, it was actually a really good introduction to the twenty-seven years later. Yes, that shit's happening again. And it was a little more disturbing. It was pretty disturbing, but it was like way more disturbing in the book. Obviously. I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh, Stephen King got his cameo. He did. All right. It was a good cameo. But um, I think that's it. Let's, Let's hope that there is scarier movies coming up. I plan on watching uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark for Halloween. Oh, I would. Oh, Hustlers is coming out. Hustlers. Uh, I really want to see oof. Brittany runs a marathon. I don't want to see a goldfinch. Let me tell you which one's going to make more money. Hustlers. Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to be good. 94% of Rotten Tomatoes. And then after that, I believe there's a big one. I'm going to be with you in Florida when it comes out. Uh, Downtown Ad Astra? Downtown Abbey. I still never saw. I want to see Downtown and Ad Astra and Rambo. Mm. We got a lot, man. We got a lot to do. What if Rambo's last blood is not really his last blood? Uh, It's going to be, but also there's no score yet on Rotten Tomatoes. There's no reviews. I'm assuming it's not going to be good. But it's Rambo. We will see. Justin, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. As always, questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to email us at twoguysonemovie.podcast at gmail.com. Check out the site. Comment all you'd like. If you want to listen to us, you can listen to us on our website. You can always comment on our website. But you can also listen to us on iTunes, any podcasting app, including those for Android. And my favorite way to listen, Spotify. That's right. We are on Spotify. Download, subscribe, give us a review. Five stars. Five stars. That's right. Five stars for Matt and Justin. Thanks for listening. Until next time, have a good one.